0: until I can't anymore. What do I mean by that? So for the last few years, I've been doing some 14ers as a challenge to myself. Um, there was a, uh, hockey player that after 18 years, um, wasn't going to be playing anymore. And my husband showed me a, little video of his parents being there. And, and it was an emotional, it was emotional. Um, I, po- I apologize. I, I don't remember his name right now. And, uh, we were talking about how, you know, there's going to be things in our life that we are not going to be able to do anymore. You know, when's going to be the last time? And it made me think of, um, my friend, the original J-Lo, John Lowe, he, he's always been um, my son's and my guide when we go on 14 And he took up photography and um, it's important to him to document his adventures. And he wants to be able to look back on it someday and, you know, he cre- he's creating a lot of memories of these adventures And, uh, I just got my husband and I talking about it that my son and I every year, like which, which 14er or 14ers are we going to do? And there's going to be a time where he's going to ask me and I'm going to be like, mom's done. Mom's body is done. Um, every time I go for a run, every time I do blitzes on the basketball court, every time I'm, uh, lifting on the or on the elliptical, or on the bike, or whatever, you know, there's going to come a time where my body's not going to let me. Hopefully it's 20 years from now. So I'm just trying to keep myself together. Um, we have a pull-up bar downstairs in the basement, and my husband's able to um, jump up and do some pull-ups. Um, you know, he's like, you know what, someday I'm, you know, I'm going to do my last pull-up on this on this bar. And he also said, you know what? There's going to be a time when it's Kenny's last time sleeping in the bed with us. Woo. That one hit me hard. Um, Kenny's been our fur baby and our only fur baby, our only, the only, um, pet he and I have ever had, uh, for the, he's 11 years old now. And, um, you know, he should be around about another four or five years. But it's making me think about the last time, you know, and you start thinking about the I love you's, you know, because you don't know. Everybody wakes up every morning thinking it's going to be a normal day. We're not promised that. Um, Things happen sometimes beyond our control. Um, Why am I so into eating well and moving and learning? Because I cannot stand the thought of overeating and sitting my life away. I can't. I I can't and I won't. Um, ignorance is bliss. When you don't know, you don't know. I had a really emotional day today. Um, I went to go see my dad. And... He's the type of person that doesn't take no for an answer, no matter what, no matter what. He's just, uh, it's just the way, it's just who he is. Um, and I just find myself caving a lot to keep him happy. And, um, I had to call my daughter on the way home uh, to ask her a question and uh, it got deep. It got really deep, like really deep. Like I'm understanding why I say and do the things that I do or did and where I got them from and I've been talking about this lately in the last few podcasts because I'm growing and uh, it's not always going to be pretty. Growth can hurt, right? It's called growing pains for a reason. And um, I was the type of parent that I was there physically. You know, I was there to make sure uh, the kids were fed and they had a warm bed to go into. Um, You know, the material things. We always had a nice place to live. We always had nice things. We always uh, had a nice vehicle. Um, It was keeping up with the Joneses because I felt that was important. That representation. Um, Making sure my kids were very well dressed. Um, Worked really hard. I worked and I worked and I worked and I missed out on a lot. Because I felt work needed me. Um, You know, because it's... You know, taking vacation, thats thats that doesn't reflect very well. How dedicated are you to work? Well, now that I'm in my 50s, I'm like, how dedicated am I to my family? Extremely. And I'm just fortunate enough to realize, you know, I'm not saying, again, got to work, people. Got to work. <laughs> not where I'm going with this. Um, I have to use my time wisely. All our days are numbered. Um, mine are, uh, less because I'm over 50, right? What's the average lifespan now? 80, I think, between 75 and 80, I believe. Um, not sure on that, but I'm guesstimating. Uh, the best years, um, according to society, the best years of my life are done. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to agree with that. Um, The best years of my life are to come because I'm learning and been learning how to be there for people emotionally. That was never a factor in my life. That wasn't anything that was discussed uh, because it was something I didn't have. I was too busy Making sure I got mine, very selfish, um, you know, I provide you a home, I put food on the table, I have health insurance for you, dental insurance uh, eye insurance, you know uh mom is hard working, and I take no shit. It was the emotional part that I struggled with because I didn't get that. So if you don't have it, you can't give it. And this isn't a pity party. It's not, you know, boo-hoo. It's not like that. It's more of, I recognize I didn't give my children the childhood they deserved. And it was going to be impossible no matter what, because I didn't have it. And I didn't have a bad childhood. Um, My mother uh, was so kind and so loving and so compassionate. And I was lucky that I had one parent that provided, right? But, you know, brought home the money. I had one parent that brought home the money, the disciplinarian, the, you know, tried to teach me right from wrong, um, some skills, and then there was my mom who provided the emotional support that, as kids, that we needed, but it wasn't the majority of it. I take after my dad, very much take after my dad, and I see why... I have a hard time visiting him. It is my absolute pleasure and gratitude and duty to see my father once a week. Because I, I love my father no matter what. I love my daddy. Very strong-willed. Very stubborn. Very controlling. But I know... That he has my best in, intre, my best interest at heart. I understand where it comes from, and I'm just going to make the best of it until I no longer have him. Because I'm I can't change my dad. I can't. Um, I'm just going to love him anyway, and I'm going to bend over backwards. And be as flexible and pliable as I can so that I can be okay. Um, But he's my dad. And I adore him. And he's always been there for me. It's the emotional part that he doesn't know how. And I'm not gonna fault him for it because he can't give me what he doesn't have. And I know that. I understand that. And so it's going to be my job for the rest of my life. Uh, and I've been working on it for a decade. That when my children call me, I come a fucking running. And they know that. They know. Um, when I was talking to my daughter today, she was like, "Mom, you have come a long." from who you used to be. And uh that's when I was in a pit, a very uh deep dark hole that I put myself in for the choices that I made. And I had to dig little steps. I c- I could see the light. I could see it at the top. It was way high. it was way way, way, way up there. I had a, I had a lot of work to do. I still have a lot of work to do. I will always have work to do. But as long as I work on it uh, consciously every day, um, I'm going to get to that top. I'm going to get there. Um, I'm all, I, 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 <laughs> do you ever really reach the top? I don't know. But I'm always digging those little steps into the dirt uh, to get a little higher and a little higher because My children are a priority. I don't care how old they are. They're all over 21. Um, You know, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my children, my relationship with uh, the two brothers that I have left. Um, I don't have a relationship with my sister whatsoever. I've been disowned twice. And like I've said before, it only hurts the first time. You know, there's nothing I can do about that. It's okay. It's okay. I still love her. She's my sister, but we're better apart and zero hard feelings. I, I have no bad feelings about it. Um, But it's the second half, less than second half of my life. And I'm understanding that I need to do things today. I don't wait for tomorrow. I know that nobody's promised tomorrow. We all wake up thinking it's just going to be another day. And you know what? None of us know that. So, I just wanted to share with you that growth is painful. But you got to put everything you have on the table so that people can see, especially the people that you care about. Here's all of me the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I have communication problems with uh, my oldest and my youngest. And we're working through it. We're, we're really making strides on understanding each other. And when you feel ashamed of your actions or your past, it's really hard to acknowledge them and grow from them. Um, shame makes you not want to move forward. Shame makes you want to crawl into a little ball and please don't see me. I can't deal with this. And yes, I'm ashamed of my actions, but the love I have for my children supersedes that. And this is why I have such a hard time with moms that uh, alienate their children from fathers who are not perfect. But aren't really trying to be in their kids' life, but because you're because you're mad, you're stealing time with their father, and there's no there's no getting that back. I don't care how sorry you are um you you stole time and you can't you can't make up you can't make up for that um, You can only acknowledge that I need to stop doing this. And I need to make sure my children have a relationship with their father. Uh, I'm not a perfect mom. He's not a perfect dad. But at least we can each be there. I can let their father be there for them. right. And use fucking common sense about this, people. All right. Most dads want to be with their kids. But we all know the uh, Wicked Witch of the North story where they're mad. And you're going to make them pay. And that's why I always call attention to this because I'm telling you right now, you need, you need, you need to change this behavior yesterday because you're stealing, you're stealing from your kids. And it's not just about the time. It's about who they are as people when they grow up. So anyway, uh, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm working, I'm working on my relationship with my children. It's, uh, I'm so blessed and so grateful and so lucky that all three of my children, um, we have a relationship. Uh, when I call, they answer. When I text, they're there, you know, Hey mom, what's going on? Um, I hug them. I kiss them. We tell each other, you know, I love you. Um, so I have it pretty damn good. I have it pretty damn good for as a shitty mom as I was. I'm very lucky that my children, um, understand that I'm here. I'm here. I spent a long time, spent a lot of time showing them mom's not going anywhere. Mom's right here. And I will forever be here for as long as I live. You know, there's nothing I can do about the past part. But what they do know is that I'm here today. I'll be here tomorrow and I'll be here for their future because they're everything to me. And I'll take that shame and that guilt and I'll, you know, uh, flush it. Because it doesn't help me, it doesn't help them, it doesn't help the situation. It's telling the truth and apologizing and not doing it again. And they know that. So just wanted to share that with you guys and to think about what you do. uh, There's going to be a time when you can't do it anymore. And that should be a wake-up call of what am I doing today? Am I watching TV till I go to bed after work? Am I eating a bunch of stuff that keeps me tired and lethargic and grumpy and no energy? What am I doing to myself every day that keeps me from living my life? Because not doing anything and just sitting and rotting, that's not a lifestyle. That's, (laughs) it's not a lifestyle, period.